And we welcome you back to another episode of the Crimson Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Rich, alongside my co-host, Matt Lesnick, and our producers, Spencer Saltz and Matt Mariani. Today, we are previewing Wild Card Weekend for the NFL, boys. Let's top it up. Round of applause. Round of applause. All right. We're going to go through each game. We're going to give a preview and our picks, um, and we're going to roll through this. So I want to start with the first game of this weekend, Raiders at Bengals, Saturday, 4.30 on NBC. Bengals look for their first playoff win since 1990. Earlier this year, we know these two teams met. The Bengals beat the Raiders 32-13. to 13. Um, The Bengals at that point in the season, they were kind of slumping it out. We weren't sure. They had been first in the AFC two weeks before, um, and then they kind of fell off. And we thought at the time this was a loser-leaves-town game. They're facing now the four – what is this? Uh, the four-versus-five seed? Yep, yeah, four-versus-five seed in the playoffs. Um, yeah, and a big one for Joe Burrow. A big one for Derek Carr as he's making his first career playoff start as he was hurt in 2015 to that gruesome leg injury. couldn't play. Um, but, yeah, two great quarterbacks. I think two teams that are hungry in this one. And I- I'm very excited for this game. I think we could see a great matchup. Uh, I agree, and I, I personally think uh, Joe Burrow becomes the first Bengal quarterback uh, to win a playoff game at the same time someone texts someone. So um, I, I really – look, the Bengals are a team I don't think anybody wants to face right mm-hmm. now. I think just the offensive firepower just sheerly alone makes them a scary team. I mean, Joe Burrow – coming off a torn ACL is having one of the best sophomore seasons I think we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And I I just, Joe Mixon stayed healthy this year and was able to really get a fantastic regular season. That was, that was amazing. Um, But uh, I I really don't think uh, the Raiders can take on this Bengals team. And look, the Raiders have been hot lately. I mean, uh, Derek Carr had, had a great end to the season. Hunter Renfro really turned on the Jets show that he is a star receiver. Uh, they have healthy Darren Waller now, but I, I just I don't see a world where the Bengals lose this game. I think that the Raiders are more of a model of consistency than the Bengals are. We've seen that the Bengals can be like one of the best teams in the NFL, uh, with an example, like the Steelers game where they completely blew them out of the water. <clears throat> but the Raiders, to me, seem like the team that I would be more confident in going into the playoffs. No, I think that Joe Burrow is an MVP candidate, but I think he is, you know, too turnover prone. I think he takes too many risky plays on the field. And also this Bengals team is just so young that we don't know how they're going to react when it comes to games like this. The Raiders have gone through adversity this season. We know what they can do when they're faced with it, especially in their game versus the Chargers. I kind of like the Raiders in this one. I don't know. I think that they're going to show on Sunday that maturity will win them the game. I agree with Spencer. Um, like the Raiders are very consistent, but I think when the Bengals' offense is firing at full force, I don't think they can be beaten. And I think I like this. Yeah, I I gotta go Bengals in this one too. Um, I think that although at times this season they've been inconsistent, and you see one week you bring up the Steelers game where they torched the Steelers. This Bengals team, when they're hot and they're on fire, I think they're unstoppable offensively. When you look at Mixon on the ground, he's been healthy all year. And it's not even like the offense's line, offensive line is that good, excuse me. We've seen how terrible they've been, especially last year. 
and they did very little to change it this year. Um, but man, you know, we talk about the Raiders secondary. It's not very good. There's not a lot of talent. Um, and I just think that's more opportunities to get the ball to Jamar Chase, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. I, I think that what Joe Burrow has around him and what he has going against a weak Raiders secondary, I don't think the Raiders can stop it. So I'm going to go Bengals in this one. And I have the Bengals going to the AFC championship game. That's how confident I am I in this team. See that. Yep. So I'm going Bengals. I got Bengals. Give me the Raiders. Bengals. All right. 3-1 Bengals. Moving on to Patriots at Bills. Saturday, 8-15. Uh, we know – we obviously know this year they faced um, – earlier in the season on Monday Night Football in which Mac Jones threw, what, three times for four times? Yeah. Um, and they just killed them on the ground. And then they face a couple weeks later, and the Bills kill them at home. One of Mac Jones' worst starts. They couldn't get it going offensively. Um Defense fell blank. And that was a big game for the Bills because Josh Allen took over that entire game. And I think when we look at this Bills team, that's how they're most successful. And that's what they do best. It's not, you know, trying to force the run game between Singletary and Zach Moss and Matt Breda. It's letting Josh Allen expand plays and make plays downfield and roll out of the pocket. And if he has to use his legs, I think in that Pats game, he accounted for However, many of the offensive snaps, I apologize. I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but it was like 90%, 95% of the snaps, um, including passes and carries. So that's how little they utilize the run game against the Patriots. I think if they want to beat this Patriots team at home, I think they're going to have to do that again. I don't think you beat this Pats team on the ground. I think you're going to have to do it through the air. Quick plays, quick throws. Because um, as we know, the Bills can't get it going on the ground. That's been their biggest issue all season long. Um, and we know what the Pats do, right? How they can run the ball and then they'll trick you through the air. I mean, Josh McDaniels has been doing this for years with Brady and now we're seeing it with Mac Jones, but this is a very, very big game for Mac Jones, obviously going into Buffalo in a playoff atmosphere, but I, we talked about it on Tuesday's show. I mean, he's, he's looked like he's regressed over the past few weeks. He's yeah. not making the throws he was capable of making earlier in the year. He's looked you know, less athletic, I guess you could say, from a quarterback standpoint. So this is very big. I actually think the game falls into Mac Jones's hands. It's it's going to come down to him for New England. Um, I agree with that. And Mac Jones just – he isn't showing what he showed earlier in the year. I think it's a road playoff game if, where you won earlier in the year. You have to show out. And I understand the Patriots ground game is kind of something that got him through a lot of the season, including that road game where, he, you know, he only threw three passes, but he needs to show why they drafted him 15th overall. And it doesn't, while he, he's had a very good rookie season, I don't see the 15th pick. Uh, as for the Bills, they've had a very, I, I personally think it's very up and down season. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not like it's 11 and six. That, that's what the record is, but I don't think... And they underachieved. They did underachieve. Because you look at some of their wins. Of course, they beat the Chiefs. Uh, they beat the Dolphins twice. They beat the Patriots. But they've also lost to the Jaguars. They lost, they've lost to playoff teams. Well, obviously, they are definitely not a playoff team. Mm -hmm. But they've lost playoff teams. They lost to the Steelers in Week 1, the Titans in Week 6. Uh, they lost to the Bucks and the Patriots. So I, I personally do have the Bills in this one. Because uh, I think Josh Allen, come playoff time, actually does know when to turn on the Jets. I mean, mm -hmm. last year they made it to the AFC Championship. 
And he was fantastic he was throughout that postseason run. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he was an MVP candidate last mm-hmm. year. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, of course, had one of the best seasons like ever, which again, he's doing it again. But um, I, I think the Bills, I won't say run away with it, but I think they're going to win this. Yeah, I think both Matt and Shane make a good point. This game is going to be close. And I think the reason it stays close is not because of Mac Jones, but because of Damian Harris. Uh, in 28 carries against the Patriots this season, he's averaging 7.6 yards per carry, which is unheard of, and three touchdowns. I think this game is one for the Patriots on the ground. Bill Belichick knows how to go into games, you know, freezing cold weather. You're in Buffalo. This is this game could be very similar to the one that we saw where Jones threw uh, what was it, December 6th against Buffalo. The wind was insane. Jones was not throwing that ball. Very similar. It's a winning strategy for the Patriots. I could see them doing it again. But I think Buffalo's defense is mm-hmm. just too good. They allow yes. the least amount of points per game. They're number one in like every defensive every category and they had zero defensive pro bowlers. Yeah. They are just the best defensive team that's left in the postseason. Mm-hmm. So if they can, you know, stop Damian Harris early in that game, force Jones to throw, like I said on uh, Tuesday, he hasn't looked great recently. Three touchdowns to five interceptions in three of his last four games. I think that the Bills squeak this one out pretty close, but it's going to come down to how they can stop Harris. Um, I totally agree with Spencer. I think the run game is going to have to carry the Patriots because I'm this season, I haven't been uh, too big of a Mac Jones fan. I feel like you put any of the other quarterbacks in that position and the Patriots are doing just as well or even better. But I think uh, if the Bills get going, they should take this one. I'm going to go Bills too. And I agree with, you know, a majority of everything you guys said. It's it's as simple as that. The Bills' defense is prepared for this. And I actually think, although they got torched in the AFC Championship game last year, this is a defense that's built for January, right? They have the guys that will step up and make plays. Um, and especially after that December 6th Monday night football game, I don't think they can go down and lose at home the way they did. Because um, that was embarrassing for this Buffalo team. You could tell following that game. I remember specifically um, – Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde's press conference after the game, and a reporter asked a silly question. Um, they were very defensive. They were that. very defensive yeah. of their defense. And I think since that point, Bill's, the Bills' defense has been relentless. So, yeah. I, look, I'm a, I, I love to see Bill Belichick do well and win. I'm a big Mac Jones fan, um, but I'm going Bills in this one. I think Bills across the board. Bills, yeah. Bills across the board. Moving on to Eagles at Buccaneers. Uh, the Sunday 1 o'clock game. The Bucs beat the Eagles earlier this season on Thursday Night Football 28-22. And although the game looked much closer on paper when you look at the final score, it really wasn't. I remember watching that one. Um, when I pull up the box scores right now, it was 28-14 at the end of the third. The Eagles score a garbage time touchdown and complete the two-point conversion with four minutes left. Uh, so this game wasn't close. But a lot has changed since these two teams last met. And the Eagles have obviously gotten better. I think Jalen Hurts has progressed as the year's gone on. The Eagles have gotten healthier since that uh, point. And the Bucs have been more injured. And I think a lot of fans were hopeful that the Bucs would get healthy for the playoffs, right? Deal with some bad injuries midway through the season, late in the season. Everyone's healthy for the playoffs. It hasn't gotten any better for this Tampa Bay team, right? And you look at it, all the Antonio Brown drama in which we've discussed, Chris Godwin tears his ACL. 
Levante, David, and Leonard Fournette. Their status is up in the air. We don't know. Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett have dealt with COVID and other injuries, so they've been out of the lineup. Their secondary is banged up. Sherman just went on IR to end the year. This is a very beat-up Bucks team. And look, when you rank and go through the quarterbacks of who you want heading into the postseason, Brady is the unanimous number one choice. I mean, he, he's done it time and time yeah. again, right? Yeah. We know that. However, this Bucks team is really injured. And I'm not – look – I'm not saying the Eagles are going to win this Sunday, but I would not be shocked if this is a close football game based on what the Eagles can do on the ground. And I think the way Jalen Hurts can expand plays for this Eagles offense, because look, the reality of it is they're a consistent offense. Well, I, I know they got blown out last week against Washington. We didn't see Jalen Hurts, though, and he was rehabbing an ankle injury. Um, but some big wins over the Giants, the football team, the Eagles in the past few weeks, like the Jets, they put up points on the board, and I think they do that again against this Bucks team. Um, but I have the Bucks running away in this one despite being injured. Yeah, uh, to me, the Eagles are the worst team in the playoffs, and it, it's really not close. I mean, you look at their wins. You like, think you think the Raiders are better than the Eagles? Very easily. Okay. Because, I mean, look. I go back and forth with those. Two. To me, the Eagles, look, they have a great round game. But you look at the wins they've had. Falcons, not against great teams. No, no they've not, not beat all. a winning team. Falcons, Panthers, Lions, Broncos, which is probably their best win. Saints with Trevor Simeon as quarterback. Jets, Washington twice, and the Giants. Those are three, those are bottom of the league teams. And sure, yeah, the Eagles probably have one of the best running games in the league, mm-hmm. if not the best. But to me, it's just like, and I, I don't care that the Bucs are banged up. I'm not betting against Tom Brady against a mediocre team. Um, I, I, I have the Bucs running away in this one. I mean, look, Tom Brady, without his three best receivers last week, or without two of his three best receivers last week, without his number one running back, without basically most of his defense, destroyed the Panthers. I agree, but we also have to consider that it is the it Panthers. Was, and we did see what happened against the Jets. That You and I talked after yeah. that one. It was too close. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, but he still led the drive down uh, at the end of the game and to a third-string receiver, uh, got the game-winning touchdown. So I don't think I, – I really don't think Brady needs the weapons as much as people think he does. I, I, I think the Bucks manhandle the I, I think that – Going, I think that against an Eagles team like this one, weapons aren't as much of an issue. But I think when you have to face the Green Bays, the yeah. LAs, the Dallas, you're going to need, you're going to want to have Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin. I, I will say this. And Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. In the NFC Championship, Scotty Miller was probably one of his biggest targets yeah. against Green Bay. So I don't think that it played as much of a factor. This game will be won and lost on Jalen Hurts alone. If Jalen Hurts dominates the air game like he has done the last couple weeks especially against the Giants Mm -hmm. and plays on the ground like we've seen him do the Eagles have a shot I don't think they'll win but they have a shot but if Hurts turns into performance like the one he did against the Giants where they lost that game 13 to 7 and he had three interceptions it it could get ugly really really fast Mm -hmm. if Hurts plays conservatively in the air and plays aggressive on the ground, the Eagles can win this football game. The Bucs just have that advantage in terms of talent, experience, everything you want to see in your playoff team. They have the GOAT 
on their offense. I don't think they're going to get – I think that they'll beat the Eagles by at least two scores, but I don't want to count the Eagles out. Um, I have full trust in Tom Brady to win this game. I remember the past years watching him tear apart playoff defenses with receivers like Chris Hogan. So I think if he still has Mike Evans, I think they should be able to get it done. Yeah, um, we're going bucks across the bucks board. Across the bucks board. across yeah. the board. I have it closer. I think these three, you have a blowout, a blowout. or at least two scores. Yeah. I think it'll be a little bit closer. Moving on, 49ers at Cowboys, Sunday at 4.30. It's the Nickelodeon game. I'm a little embarrassed as a Niner fan, if I'm going to be honest. It's a little embarrassing. I'm going to be like, I, I'm not watching that game on Nickelodeon. That's Let's just say not. that. I can't wait to see Jimmy Garoppolo in the MVP after losing. Um, yeah, so let's talk about it. There were two quotes I wanted to read for you guys about this game. First, Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons was told the 49ers offense likes to play bully ball, as we've all seen. Parsons' response, I'm from Harrisburg, where the bullies get bullied. There's a bully in every gym. At one point, it's, got, it's going to take somebody to stand up and fight, and I ain't ever going to back down from a challenge. Former 49ers running back and running backs coach Tom Rathman says that he believes the 49ers are going to kick the bleep out of the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. The rivalry is renewed between the Cowboys and the 49ers, dating back to 1980 with the catch. Obviously, the run in the 90s between the Cowboys and Niners. We're getting a classic right here. We're getting a classic matchup between two historical franchises, two great teams, two with a lot to show and a lot to prove, in my opinion. Um, and I think the winner of this game could advance very far into the playoffs. I think we could see either of these teams in the NFC Championship game. I think the 49ers are built for January, as we've seen. Biggest comeback in regular, in the regular season of the past decade last week against the Rams. They've shown they're here. Um, and the Cowboys, right? Dak is on fire as of late. And look, I know the Eagles defense isn't fantastic by any means, but five touchdowns on a short week is no joke. No joke at all. Um, and they didn't have their defense in that one. This is a big matchup. Um, Cowboys defense looks to be healthy with the return of Trayvon Diggs, Micah Parsons, and J. Ron Kurse back into the lineup, three defensive starters. Niners are getting Trent Williams back, um, and they remain healthy. But I got to go Niners in this one. I'm a big believer in this team right now. Um, and that's where I stand. I, I know how good the Cowboys offense is. I know that C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup, that's one of the three best wide receiver trios in football, if yeah. not the best, right? Zeke has gotten it going on the ground, although people like to say, oh, he's not what he used to be. He's been fantastic. I don't know if Tony Pollard's playing this weekend. I know he's been injured. Um, but I've just been so impressed with this 49ers team recently. They're the hottest team in football. They're 8-3 and three through the last 11 games. That's better than anyone else in the NFL. Garoppolo has been clicking. He's been fantastic, even with, you know, a torn up thumb. Um, And we know how unstoppable Debo Samuel has been. We know how great Elijah Mitchell has been on the ground. I don't think the Cowboys can stop that. I don't think they're prepared for it. Um, I'm very confident in this Niners team. I think they get to Dak Prescott. I think they pressure him early. My biggest concern, as it has been all year, is if the 49ers can keep up with this Cowboys wide receiver trio. That's the biggest issue. But as we all know, if you can get to the quarterback and you can set pressure early, it's going to be very hard to make plays downfield to the great Cowboys receivers. Uh, I am a I'm a huge fan of this Cowboys team, and I'm a Giants fan. Uh, I've been 
very confident in Dak Prescott the whole year, even through kind of his struggles in the middle of the season. But you look at this. You, Micah Parsons is having one of the best defensive rookie seasons I think we've ever seen. Trayvon Diggs, look, he might give up a lot of yards, but when there's a time to get an interception, he will get it. And I'm not confident Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to throw an interception. Um, never been a big fan of Garoppolo personally. But um, I, I, I like – I think the Cowboys offense is arguably most unstoppable in the league. Um, like you mentioned, the, the wide receiver trio, I, in my opinion, is the best in the league now that Antonio Brown is no longer a buck and Chris mm-hmm. Godwin's out for the year. Uh, the running back duo are, again, arguably the best in the league. Zeke's having a very good bounce back year. Tony Pollard is showing why I think he should be a number one running back on another team. Uh, the offensive line is healthy. That was the big issue last year, uh, other than Dak Prescott being injured. Uh, and the defense, it's so much improved from last year. They drafted, they only drafted defensive players this year. And it proved to work considering Micah Parsons is a generational talent, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think it's too crazy to call him the best linebacker in the league already. I mean, he, well, it depends how you look, not from a coverage standpoint, not from a coverage standpoint, but you look at just how versatile, but from a four, three, three, four yes. edge rusher standpoint, he is. Yes. Yeah. But he, he's just, you I, think even on Trent Williams, I don't think he sees Garoppolo with Trent Williams lining up across from him. That is fair. But I, I really think, I think he gets to him at least once. Um, but to me, it's just the Niners. I, I don't think they can keep up with this team. I have never been a big fan of Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, sure, he got into the Super Bowl, but he, the defense kind of carried him through to that, uh, in my opinion. I'm, I just, I don't, I, I, I never saw him as the guy. And I think Trey Lance, it, it, it'll be his turn to step up next year when Garoppolo is a stealer. Um, so I, I, I do have the Cowboys in this one. Uh, I, I don't know by how much, but I, I think it'll be a, a little bit bigger of a margin. Dak Prescott in his last three games, 12 touchdowns to zero interceptions. I don't know if you can do better than that. I really don't. He, I mean, they, all, they are 2-1 in the last three games. They end up losing that Arizona game. Mm-hmm. But I think that when it comes to the postseason, Dak Prescott will show what a model of consistency he is. He will control this game from start to finish. I bet I think that the Cowboys are going to score a touchdown the first drive, and they're going to move the ball slow and steady. They'll get down there. They'll score with a like. If they get the ball first, they'll score halfway through the first quarter. And then the Niners, Shanahan's going to try to get too crazy with it, and they're going to end up losing this game. I think Shanahan's a great coach. He's proven it in the playoffs time and time again. But Mike McCarthy has also done that. He's won a Super Bowl with the, with the Packers. He knows how to control a game. Dak Prescott's going to show how he controls a game. I think the Cowboys win by a couple of scores here. Uh, and that defense, I don't think that – Garoppolo, I mean, Debo Samuel on Trayvon Diggs is going to be, I think, the matchup of the week in terms of one-on-one. 
I don't think it's much of a matchup, to be honest. You think Debo's going to I think Debo is going to pull you. I think Debo's going to torch him. I think that uh, I'd line up Kittle on Trayvon Diggs. I think Kittle torches him too. I'm the, I'm fearless of Trayvon Diggs from a coverage standpoint. I am too. Personally. I think Diggs but gets I, a pick. I think Diggs I, gets a pick. Oh, I I actually do think Diggs gets a pick too because Shanahan has one or two bad deep play calls a game that Garoppolo is just not prepared for and he forces it. Diggs is there. Diggs yeah. is a ball hawk, but from a coverage standpoint, one of the I best, think the Niners have a field day on one of the best receivers in the league on the defensive side of the ball. Like yes. his hands are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I think that the turnover Diggs gets completely makes the game Cowboys oriented, and they're gonna go in, go out there and win by almost seventeen. I mean, you look at the Cowboys roster; they have a great quarterback, great running backs, great receivers, like we talked about, and a great defense. There's nothing really more you want or need from a playoff team, and I think if they go out there and how they how we've seen them this season, I think they should be able to win this game. Cowboys offensive line is also looking just as good as it has in the past couple of years. Oh, yeah. Lyle Collins has been unbelievable at right tackle. Mm-hmm. Tyron Smith, we know how good he is at left tackle. Zach Martin, Zach Martin unbelievable player. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. The center, Biadaz. Uh, um, yeah, Tyler Biadaz. Biadaz. Yeah. He's been great. I mean, I don't know how the – like the Niners D-line is great and all, Eric Armstead and that group, but it's going to be – tough for them to even combat that offensive line never mind anything else so three to one cowboys to niners yeah moving on steelers at chiefs matt i want you to headline this one take it away is this is this it for big ben is this the last game i think so i'm hoping for a miracle something (laughs) to happen where they somehow keep it close and win Mm -hmm. i mean throughout the game i hope they keep it close so it's at least you know the feel like oh maybe they'll win but I don't think so. We saw them in the first regular season game they played against the Chiefs, or like the one game they played against the Chiefs. They got killed. It was just nowhere throughout the game you thought, oh, well, maybe it'll be close. It was just the whole time just the Chiefs were pounding it. And, um, I mean, you saw the interview with Big Ben. I mean, my dad thinks he's being sarcastic, but it seems like it's the truth. It seems like what everyone thinks is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just hope they keep it close, but I don't see them it out. I think, although the Steelers' defense is fantastic as a group, um, one of the best in football, Big Ben holds this offense back from, I think, reaching their full potential. And we love to give credit to Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire when he's healthy and the improvements along the offensive line but I don't think we've talked about how good this Chiefs defense has been as of late. I mean, early in the season, they were getting torched on shows, torched on podcasts. Whoever could talk about it talked about how bad they thought this Chiefs defense was. Um, And I'd say since week eight or nine, they've been one of the best in football. I mean, as a talent standpoint, they make the trade from your Steelers with Melvin Ingram. They acquire him. Guys are healthy. Guys are back. You still have Chris Jones. Um, the secondary has been phenomenal. So I, I like the Chiefs big in this one. There's not much more to say for me. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, Matt talked about the Big Ben quote. Uh, I, I think he's being fully serious. I mean, he, you, I, I said it the other day when, when they panned the camera to him after Chris Boswell hit the game-winning field goal. He kind of had a face like, all right, do I really have to do this again? Um, I, I, he just wants to go home. He, he wants to retire. He just... 
He wants to be out of the spotlight. Uh, I, he's very clearly done with football. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean he's not going to go out and try. Um, I mean, like he said, let's go out there and have fun. Um, but uh, I, I, I don't think the Chiefs are a beatable team. I have them going to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. uh, again. Uh, but so I got the Chiefs big in this one. With the exception of Lambeau, I don't think there's a worse place to play in January than Arrowhead. The atmosphere is insane. And it's, I think that the Chiefs feed off of that. I think Mahomes goes for, I think, four touchdowns to no interceptions, completely dominates the air. I think they're just going to all out blitz Big Ben because of how immobile immobile he is. Mm -hmm. He's like a tree back there. He can't move anywhere in that pocket. I don't think they have a shot. I did mention that T.J. Watt, if he gets it going on the pass rush to Mahomes, they might stand a chance. But thinking it over, nah, this this game won't be close. Like, as much as the difference in the Cowboys game is going to be, this game could be ugly fast. Matt, I just think they're jealous. They've they've crapped on both of our teams, but we we know why at the end of the day. But we're going Chiefs across the board. Yeah. Chiefs Man, across I, the board. I wish I was in the playoffs. I don't care how bad we got killed. I can't even bring up rings. I mean, you guys both have more. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so – Moving on to our final game, our first Monday night wildcard game ever. This is a little interesting to me on ABC. Cardinals at Rams. They split the matchups this year. Both teams won on the road. Cardinals killed them earlier in October, 37 to 20. And then a few weeks back, um, middle of December, the Rams won 30 to 23. That was a good Monday night football game. I remember watching that one. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. This Cardinals team is fraud. They've fallen off a cliff. The division was in their laps. They lose their first game to Green Bay on Thursday night football. And ever since then, it's been ugly. Um, they've dropped three out of, or, sorry, excuse me, one, two, three. Four. They've dropped four out of the last five, one of which to the Detroit Lions, in which they lost by 18. There's no excuse for that. Um, they had an ugly loss on Christmas. They squeaked one out against the Cowboys, which still amazes me. And they got killed to a beaten up in tarnished Seahawks team um in the NFC West it's often known as rock paper scissors right Pete Carroll beats Kyle Shanahan Kyle Shanahan beats uh Sean McVay Sean McVay beats Pete Carroll and then out of that equation is Cliff Kingsbury beats Cliff Kingsbury yes I think he kills his own team I don't think they're ready for this one we know DeAndre Hopkins is out he's been out we know JJ Watts out he's been out um they're both designated for returns come postseason uh but they haven't been very good without either of those two. And I'm a big Christian Kirk fan. I love to see AJ Green's career somewhat revitalized, but um, they're banged up this Cardinals team. And I think the Rams are pissed off about last week. I don't think they're a happy football team. And if you think Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Odell and Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford aren't going into this game with the biggest chip on their shoulder after last week's debacle, you're totally wrong. I think this one could be a close game because of what Kyler Murray can do and what he's done all year, but I'm going Rams in this one. Uh, yeah, I got Rams too. And I, I mentioned it last week. I don't think Matthew Stafford is a game, a big game quarterback. I think this is his first playoff one. I really don't think there is a situation where the Rams come in here and lose. You got the home playoff game. I know they lost to the Cardinals at home earlier in the year, but I think Aaron Donald is looking to make a postseason run as well. I mean, this is the best defensive player we've seen since Lawrence Taylor, mm-hmm. and he, I, I think 
he wants the ring more than anyone. I mean, that, that would solidify his legacy. I, I, and I, I think that the, it, the team is just too talented to let down at least an NFC championship first. I, I really think that they, they have a, a big chance to get there. I mean, Cooper Cup had one of the best receiver seasons we've ever seen. And, uh, but going to the Cardinals, uh, I agree. I think Kingsbury has beaten himself way too many times in the past. I mean, last year they had the same kind of collapse. They start out six and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they don't even make the playoffs. Uh, and this year, again, they start out seven and oh, they don't win the division. There's something to They be- were four and six or the final 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. I mean, I, I just, I don't think he's as good of a coach as people think. I think that the next season, no, Kingsbury is safe. Because they made the playoffs, yeah. and that's what they needed to do this year. But seeing the potential they had for this season, it's almost hard if you were a Cardinals fan to not get angry. Mm-hmm. This is a team that should be the number one seed with the bye, with the bye, mm-hmm. and now they have to go on the road. I mean, LA is not really on the road because mm-hmm. you know you saw the 49ers yeah. game. How it was a home was game? It? Yeah, it was 49ers yeah. home game, but. Now you don't even have a home playoff game in line. Mm-hmm. Like that's embarrassing from that standpoint. But I don't like Matt Stafford in big games. I really don't. And I don't love Kyler Murray, but I think somehow, some way, the Cardinals pull this out in a the best game of the entire week mm-hmm. weekend. I like that. With like an overtime finish, I bet. Really, really close. Um, this Cardinals team reminds me of the Steelers from last season, which pains me to say, which is how towards the end of the season they just collapsed. And I remember the playoff game against the Browns, so it doesn't look good for the Cardinals, and I don't think they'll succeed. So Matt, Matt and I are going Rams, you're going Cardinals because yep. you don't trust Stafford. I don't. All right. That'll do it for our Wild Card Weekend preview. You can catch us back on Monday for a recap of Wild Card Weekend. Tuesday. Or Tuesday, excuse me, because we have off Monday. Yes, thank you, Spencer. Um, we'll see you guys then. Have a great weekend.